Welcome everybody out there in the internet to episode 75, Todd Turner, also known as Mosaic Fan Art, and my lovely co-host as always. Hi, sweet friends. Um, I am Sis, aka Hannah Joe, and together we are an adult daughter and father duo. We dive into all things geek, nerd, and fandom. Every episode is family friendly. <laughs> Right. Family friendly. And we've got a family friendly movie we're going to talk about today. We do. We will get to that later. Yes. But first, Hannah. Friends, today, um, well, usually and today, we follow this format. We are going to chitter chat about some nerd news that we think is interesting. Um, We're going to (laughs) talk about what we've been binging. Um, Last time that we hung out, we had planned on talking about um, a TV show that we had binged, but we did not have time to do that. So we're going to do that today. Um, And we are going to... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Review Pops's pull list. If you don't know what that is, don't worry, we'll tell you. And um, we're going to review two things today. We're going to review the Spy Kids Armageddon movie, which is Spy Kids 4 on Netflix. And the Seasons Have Teeth, a four issue Boom Studios comic book. That's right. And uh, yeah, I got a lot to say Woo! about both of those. Same. But first, yes. Let's get into... Dad, the service is really bad today. I know. You keep it going in conne- and out. Connection is unstable. What the it, heck? It's okay. Say it again. <laughs> news <Nerd>. to us! <laughs> we were calling it nerd news, but... Yeah. Nerd news! Nerd news! Hannah, what do you got for me? Lay it down. Okay, Lay it on okay, me. okay. I got two pieces of news because I only cared about two pieces of it. Um, I only got three. Jamie Foxx as Spawn in the new movie. Actually, my first piece. That was my first piece. Jamie Foxx as Spawn. I think. Okay, here's the thing. I don't care about Spawn per se, but my husband does. He is collecting all of the Spawn comics um, Mm -hmm. and loves it. Loves Spawn. That's what he has decided that he is going to. collect that's a that's the thing because your thing is fantastic four and trevin's like i think my thing is spawn and i'm like that's great right on he has a greater chance of getting all of those than i do of getting all of mine (laughs) so i just i thought that was interesting i've seen i see spawn comics around the house all the time um king spawn all of it um and it's i think him as spawn makes a lot of sense so i don't know if you know this but spawn is going to be in the next call of duty yes i think we talked about that Okay, and um, so Jeremy Renner as Twitch, which is a character who's been there from the very beginning with Spawn. Interesting. I like Jeremy uh, Renner, and, and him I and Jamie Foxx, I think, could vibe. So uh, Todd McFarlane, the guy who created Spawn, of course, he left Marvel after he created Venom, basically, and um, did a big run on Spider-Man. And then left and created Image with all these other characters, all these other famous creators. Which Image is maybe mm -hmm. my favorite comic book distributor. 
Yeah, they've got a lot Maybe. going on. So Todd McFarlane said that they were 30 pages away from having the script written before the writer's writer strike. strike. Man. But this has been going on for a while. Yeah. Um, they were hoping to have this movie out in 2025. Who they knows? They said something about Jamie Foxx had a health scare. Did you know anything about that? I have no idea. Ditto. No clue. But apparently they're like, oh, is he still in? Because he had his health scare. And I'm like, I don't know. What about Jeremy Renner? He got run over by a bag on bulldog. A bulldo- I'm just uh, saying, how old are these men at this point? Yeah. No, so, that's, not, that's not me hating. Like, no. Do however, mm. work however long you want to work, my guys. Right. And don't be acting like you're late 30s, early 40s when you're late 50s, early 60s. Well, Todd McFarlane said it's now or never for the new Spawn movie. So yeah. I'm for it. I'm for it. Um, when you said Jamie, it made me think of my first, my other part of the news. Do you know what I'm going to say? No. Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, <gasps> yes. Wants to be in one piece. Yes. I saw so, that. Have you so watched it? I watched, I've watched some of the anime. There's um, only Trevin is a saying that we episodes. should watch and review the live action. Yeah, we should. The, the anime the live action actually is it's pretty good. I did see a little bit of it. And it's fairly close to the anime. Now, granted, there's a thousand episodes of the anime. And you can only do so much. Mm. Um, but, uh, yeah, let's do that for the next time. Okay, we'll I'm do down. A, we'll do the One Piece, one piece anime. Sick. Or One Piece uh, live action. So hey. uh, maybe we can have on somebody who's a One Piece expert. Who's a One Piece expert? I don't know, but I know my friend Andy loves it. We'll ask him. I'm sure that I know a One Piece expert as well. I'm sure there's somebody From Prince Street. I'm sure there's somebody there. So, um, anyway, so Jamie Lee Curtis shared uh, some fan art of her as this character on her Instagram. Dr. Carrera, I'm I'm mispronouncing it. I know I'm mispronouncing it. But if you go to her Instagram, it basically says... Um, after this, all this baloney with this strike is over, um, I will lobby just like you all for this to happen. Talking to her fans. Well, one of the showrunners responded to her Instagram and said, mommy dearest, that's why we sent you the figure. I wonder if they sent her an action figure. I don't know. Oh, and then it says no need to lobby. Once we get, uh, once we get what we deserve and get back to work, let's talk. <laughs> Mommy dearest. Yeah. So I don't know where that's from, but it's probably from one of her movies. Well, there was a Mommy dearest something, but yeah. Anyway, so that would be cool. Jamie Lee Curtis. She's I'm, everywhere. I'm vibing with time, Jamie Lee Curtis all at once. She's hysterical. Well, she crushed all. Yes. That's what I was about to say. She crushed it in that movie. Yeah. She's so funny. And she is hysterical in interviews. Have you seen the interview where she's like, I just wish that these concert, that these like musicians would just have concerts at like 3 p.m. That way I could be home in my bed by 9, 30, 10 o'clock. I totally agree with her 100%. (laughs) I was like, girl, there's a market for that. There's something to be said for someone who's had no work done. She's a beautiful woman. All natural. Yeah. Uh, Starring uh, opposite Lindsay Lohan and the icon that is Freaky Friday. (laughs) 
remake Freaky Friday. That was good. That was I'm really funny. And uh, I'm for it. The Knives Out recent, and of course Michael Myers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Halloween movies. Halloween. Halloween. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So what else? I don't you watch got, spooky Hannah? movies. Okay. I don't either. But there that was is a new because they used a a William Shatner mask was the Gotcha. Yeah, was gotcha. the 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 bad guy, Mike Myers. Anyway, go ahead. There's okay. a new one. There is a new cozy video game that is coming out. Is this the Lord of the Rings? Yes. That is called Tales of the Shire. And you are a hobbit. Is that what and you are? I couldn't, you I couldn't are get any hobbit info on it. In the Shire. And you just do cozy stuff. And yeah. here's the thing. I'm a cozy game girly. Right. If I have to fight a bad guy, I don't I want zero part of it. <laughs> I like I want nothing to do with it. I want to have a farm and build a house and change outfits and talk to people. That That's are funny. creatures that the video game has created. So I am a, I am a um, Animal Crossing girly. Yeah, I was thinking that was I couldn't think of the name. I'm I'm an Animal Crossing girly. I'm a Spirit Farer girly. Um, that's a more of a a teen rated game um, where you work as a, a Spirit Farer, like in Greek mythology, gotcha. helping people mm-hmm. like go from. Like anyway, yeah, it's a fun fair. game. You not get, yeah. um, and you farm and jump on stuff and talk to people. <laughs> and farm and jump on stuff. You farm and you jump on stuff to get to high places, and you talk to people. Like there was this thing that I did, and there were there were a group of three boys who decided that they they were going to be in a band, and they gave me a hundred records I was supposed to sell, and I had to go different places and talk to other people. And they'd be like, oh, I love that band. I want 20 records. And yeah. Did you sell all your records? I got, yeah, I, I, I beat that. Beat it. Okay. It was beat a side it, quest. Beat it, has, yeah, it's it a side nice, quest. Nice side quest. That's hilarious. If, if Tales of the Shire is Lord of the Ring themed. It's presented by Weta. That's the what I'm who saying. Did the, the special yeah. the makeup and special effects. If it is Hobbit. Animal Crossing, I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> Hobbit Animal Crossing. Hey, what was the one where you, where you like had to leave and go build stuff and you created and you made friends and you, you got that game when you're Spirit Fair for Christmas. I don't remember that's what it was called. That's what it was called. It was called Spirit Fair. I had to, oh. I went different places and I made friends and I invited them to come on my boat and, you and like I had to make grew, them houses. And you, and you, yeah, and you like planted pumpkins or I whatever. I did. I planted like Planted crops and yeah, okay. learned right. how to like do that's stuff. Hilarious. That's that's what I want to do. I want to mm. get I want it to be that because how I would play it for hours if that well, is what I've it got, was. I've got a new video game that's coming out in this is my last piece okay. in November. Okay. Bluey, the <gasps> video game. No way. Yeah, for the PS4 and 5, all of them. And the Switch, the Nintendo whole Nintendo Switch. Oh, yeah. So this is a sandbox type adventure game, which is like you get to play a whole bunch of different things. And it, you get to explore Bluey's house and all the places around. 
you make friends, there are side quests. Um, there are also um, uh, other activities that you can do. You can switch back and forth between different things that you're doing. Um, so uh, this mm-hmm. and Spy X Family, they're both coming out. But um, I just thought, Bluey, wow. Which, by the way, the voice of Bandit was the first person that they announced was coming to Lexington Comic Con, which is the dad. Do you know anything about Bluey? I know a lot about Bluey. The thing is, is Bandit is that's how yeah. he talks. That's just that's not a that's not a voice. That man just talks like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh God! Like that man just talks like that. Bluey is phenomenal. Um, for those of you out there who don't have small children. Bluey is an Australian TV show. You can watch it on Disney Plus. Um, and it follows Bluey, who is a girl. She is a girl dog who is the eldest sibling. Um, and it's mom, dad, Bluey, and Bingo. Yes, Bingo and Bluey. Mm-hmm. Bingo and Bluey. Bandit so mom, and dad. the dad. I can't mm-hmm. remember who what the mom's name is. I, uh, yeah. But they're going to be mini games and everything. So... I got it. And it is pre-order it's only 40 bucks. No, but I'm going to. It is devastating. It is it is What's so beautiful. Mean? It's it's just so beautiful to like watch everyone who the thing that social media has clasped onto is how wholesome it is and how much it teaches parents that it's okay, like how to play with their kids and that they can um like I, I don't. Some parents just don't play with their kids. Unrelatable content. My parents played with us a lot. Um, I don't get it. But like how to play with kids and like how to let them know that you're upset. And I was headless like that. Ten. Like there was a there's a, a baby race is an episode that's filmed primarily from this perspective of Bluey when she was a baby. I and, wonder if that'll be like a mini game or other things. Inside well, the it. mom was so preoccupied with what other people were thinking about how she was being a mom, that she was we missing out that. on being with her kid and that, and at the very end. So it's like the kid, like Bluey's reaching for mom and mom's not paying attention. Cause she's like so wrapped up in her own world and things like when that. When people like ask us for advice, that's one of the things we always say. Don't worry about what other people think of you as a parent. Parent your child. Yeah. So many times we get wrapped up in what we think yeah. other people are thinking about us that yeah. are the, yeah. Our How it children ends end up- is a mom comes over who has had eight kids. She comes over and says, hey, you're doing a great job. And then she picks her kid up. Oh, that's sweet. Well, anyway, I, cool. if I had a video game console, I would get it. Thirty nine ninety nine. You can pre-order it. It's pretty cheap for a Switch game. I know, but is it going to be super lame? No, it's going to be cute. It's got to be. It's they're going to make a. If Bluey's cute, make bank yeah. off of this. Yeah. Anyway, that's it. Nerd news. Hannah. Yes. What are you binging? Okay. Welcome to Wrexham. Oh, okay. The soccer team. Welcome to Wrexham, the TV show um, where Ryan Reynolds and something McElhinney, Rob, Rob McElhinney, have purchased a soccer club in Wrexham, Wales. And wow. it's them, yeah. Do you like them, it? Them running it. It's hysterical. It's but it's a true. Bunch this of, isn't. 
Yeah. Uh, no, it's 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 a documentary, and it's mm-hmm. a bunch of Welsh people and soccer stuff. So it's Ted. Yeah. It's like cursing up to like Ted Lasso shenanigans. Gotcha. Um, Adulty. It's adult for sure, but it's mm-hmm. super fun. Um, what else have we been doing? I mean, it's I am I'm married to a man who is from Kansas City, Missouri. We've been watching a lot of football. Um, that I don't care about. I'm currently wearing a sweatshirt that says, I just hope both teams have fun. Um, yeah, I love it. That's great. Yeah. So football. Um, I've been listening to, um, I've still been listening to good to great. I'm almost done with it. Okay. Um, I'm enjoying that book still, um, figuring out ways that I want to implement some of the stuff into my own life. I've been listening to a lot of podcasts recently. I've been listening to, people's conversion stories from other religions to Christianity, which is interesting. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, just hearing, like, what they learn and stuff like that, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. That's it. All right. I watched The Flash movie. Did you like it? Um, um, I... Um, I can't say yes. Okay. And I can't say no. It had such great potential. There was so much that was wasted. They make him be an absolute idiot in the movie, which is like, come on, the Flash is not, he's not an idiot. Mm. And they make his younger self in the alternate a total idiot. I'm like, no, just stupid. I I don't know. Barry's a smart kid. It could have been He's a smart young man. I just think that they just kissed this goodbye and said, you know, there it is. We spent a boot of money and, um, yeah, I, I won't watch it again, except just to watch the very end where you get to see all the crazy stuff that happens in the multiverse. So that was cool. I remember a thing That's that it. I watched. Mm-hmm. I remember I was, I was rap, I was rambling on yeah. because I couldn't remember elemental. Oh, I watched movie. I watched the movie Elemental. Gabe loves this movie. He absolutely loved it. And so I was like, okay, I got to give it a try. It was cute. Like mm-hmm. parts of it were cute. It was to some degree like I mean, it was it was a it was a kids movie. It was very much about like it was Without being overt about it, it was a girl with immigrant parents learning how she who she wanted to be and respecting her culture while also choosing her own path. It's kind of like what the story was about. I got you. The thing that broke me, because Gabe was like, this will ruin you. And I'm like, I mean, it's fine, um, but I don't feel ruined. The end of the movie is the girl is finally like, the main character, Ember, was finally able to tell her parents that she wanted to do something else. She wanted to become a, bl- a glassmaker instead of a, sh- a store owner. So she's on to an internship where she gets to learn about glass. And throughout her childhood, she'd heard the story about when her dad left to go get a better life for him and his wife. Um, he did this like ritualistic like goodbye to his father, but his father refused to do it back for him. Because he was, but, his, like, but her dad did do it. But back. she did it, and then I'm crying. She did it, and then the dad did it, and I just. Oh, that's so I'm sweet. I'm crying about it now, thinking oh. about it. It was so cute. 
Oh, that is sweet. Uh, it was really yeah. So tender. I think I'll watch it then. You should. If, if, if the build up for the last thirty seconds is <laughs> worth it, that's hilarious. Parts of it were right. just like ah, but yeah, overall it was good. Well, I want to talk oh, about man. the thing I binged while we were on vacation. Yes, Invasion. Okay, so. Invasion is a series on Apple Plus. The entire first season is out in about five episodes of the second season. Mm, So I binge watched the first season and now I can't wait every week for the next episode. Are you watching it as it comes out? Oh, yeah. As soon as it comes out, I watch it. Um, So I, if you like sci fi, this is a great movie. This is basically we are being invaded. But it's gradual, sort of. It's it's crazy. Like um, something happens, and uh, the these like sh- creatures come down, and they're like sort of terraforming, but you can't really tell. It's not so obvious. Um, but there are creatures that um, attack and kill people, and we're fighting them. And but ba- the story follows like six groups of people. I think six. There is a, a young group of kids from like a, a, in England in like a primary school. So they're like middle school age. Um, there is a, a soldier in Afghanistan, in like Afghanistan. We follow him. There is a Japanese astronaut and um, her girlfriend, but we don't, you don't really know that Anyway, we follow them. Well, we really only follow the girlfriend. Uh, astronauts in space when all this happens, which ain't good. Um, there is a small town in Texas, I believe, and we follow the people of that town. There is a mom, dad, and two children that are of um, Middle Eastern descent in like in America. We follow them. I think that's it. These groups of people and what happens to them and how they're intermixed and intertwined and what's going on while this invasion happens. And then we think we've defeated them, but we haven't. And then we think we've got something and we haven't. But it's really, really cool. One of the boys who is a little bit, one of the young boys in that group of primary mm. school in England, yeah, he he's like, he has, he's has epilepsy or seizures mm. and he, but he draws and everything. So you come to find out that he is getting visions. I was going to say he sees something and he's been drawing them all down in his book. Heroes. He gets saved by the, the soldier in Afghanistan. Cool. Because he's trying to get back home and he made to made it to England. Well, they end up together. And then he sees this boy basically stop the aliens with his mind. And then but they he took the boy's notebook, which then ends ends him up in Texas because he follows the stuff that's in this book because this boy has seen all this stuff. So it's really, really good. I mean, it's on your edge. It's like very TV, fun. TV MA, TV yeah, yeah, 13. It is. It's the my only biggest issue is there's this mom with these two kids. I, I just I don't know. I just want to pop her in the nose a couple times. She but. she being not so great. 
Well, her main objective is to save her family, her kids, not her husband, because her husband is cheating on her. But, um, and she will do anything, lie, whatever it takes. And well, yeah, I'm not a fan of that. And, and I am a fan of it. I I get it. So anyway, yeah, I would suggest if you guys like that kind of stuff, go watch, go watch that. Hannah, tell us about the show you watch. Okay. So Trevin and I binged a show over like, Labor Day um, weekend called The Vow. It's on HBO Max or Max. And it is a docuseries that follows um, Nexium, which was a... Um, Nexium like, is a medication. Nexium, it was like a wellness group. That oh, like okay. focused on um, exec- ex- Nexium and executive success programs. So it was like a wellness group to like learn how to better like a self-help program. Um, it turned into something that was not that. Um, and that was hidden within the, the stuff. The thing that was so interesting to me and that honestly made me so angry is how the founder, Keith Ranieri, who is currently in jail. Pokey. In the pokey. He's in jail. um, Used psychological concepts to manipulate people. That's a cult. With, with, I didn't know if we were allowed to say that. Um, Used psychological (laughs) concepts to manipulate people. Yeah, we um, could say that. And like overtly, like I'm watching this and I'm like, he is 85% correct, but the 15% that he is not telling you it doesn't, yeah, is it nonsense takes, it and is for him to be in thing. charge of you. Yeah. And so it quickly, I mean, it's, it is, it is PG 13. Um, and if you have difficulties, um, hearing about how other people could be exploited, I wouldn't listen to it. Um, gotcha. They do an excellent job at sharing both sides of the story. Um, a person that was a villain in the first season, I cried for at the end of the second season. So oh, they do an okay. excellent job at like sharing how her name's Nancy. Um, I was like, man, I feel really bad for her. And was like tearing up a little bit. And Trevin was like, you remember how you used, you were yelling at the TV two days ago about what she was doing and how she was using psychology? And I was like, yeah. So they do, they do a really great job of like showing both sides of the story. Um, they clearly have a, like a message they're trying to send. They think that executive CES programs or ESP was bad. Um, so if you are wanting something that I don't know. Do your own research. It's on. It's it's a docu series, and the people were. So is it a podcast or a show? It's a show. It's a okay. documentary series. But the people that were had gotten in trouble have already gotten in trouble and are already in jail. So gotcha. Um, you can Google it and see if it's something you might be interested in. I really, really enjoyed it. It was very interesting and intriguing. I won't to me. watch it. Um. I, I like documentary stuff about stuff like that. I like documentary stuff. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know. I know. You're, it's not really your vibe. It's more of my vibe. That's and okay. I really That's enjoyed cool. it. That's why we don't yuck really someone well else's yum. And it was a lot of primary sources. It was a lot of recorded conversations and 
videos and stuff like that. Okay. And in the second well, season, you, you get to hear like court transcripts. You get to, they interview opposing and they, in, they interview prosecuting and defending counsel. So it's, again, it, they do a very good job of showing both sides. And where did you watch this again? HBO Max. Okay. And mine was on Apple Plus. Mm-hmm. And if you want to talk about us with us next week or in two weeks on Netflix is the One Piece. One Piece. We're going to review that. That'll be Live fun. action. Live action. Yeah. All right. Well, Hannah, let's yes. jump into Pops Pull List. Pull List. Pull list. What is it, Dad? It's a list that is pulled. <laughs> like, you know how dads will say, here, pull my finger. This is a list, not a finger. And there are no stinkers in this list. See what I did? No stinkers. So what dad is going to do for us, he's going to share with us comic books that he's been reading and stuff that he's enjoying right now that is out. So if you wanted to go get it, you could get it. He's going to share with us one from the big two, a book from Marvel and a book from DC. He's going to share with us an independent comic, um, which is one that isn't the big two, um, even though some of these things are getting pretty big, in my opinion, IMO, um, as well as a new number one. So if you wanted to pick up a comic book and didn't know where to start, he's going to give you a starting place. And he also is going to share with us his book of the week. That's right. Actually, I have three number ones this week. Um, it seems to be having a lot of number ones lately. Cool. Because the big ones are renumbering everything, it seems like. Well, I, again, my critique of the way that they number things is it makes it hard for people to onboard. You don't know where right. to start. In this case, it doesn't. Like, uh, And we'll get to there. I'll, I'll explain it when we get there. So my first book is The Independent Book by Image. Ooh. It is called The Cull, C-U-L-L. And this is issue two. So I don't know if I talked about issue one or not. I probably didn't. But this book is um, an adult book. I think it's, I don't know if it's M or I don't know how they rate them here. It's T plus, teen plus is what it's rated. This follows a group of high school, college age friends that go out late at night, early morning, pre-dawn to film uh, something for a they're doing they're shooting a film, like Super Eight, something of that nature. Correct. But one of the characters had lost, I believe, a family member. They mm-hmm. disappeared. So they actually are filming around where this person disappeared. Literally, no. Have you not read it well, by Stephen King? What they find out basically, it's like on the beach, right? It's like a um, hollow earth type theory. No. They go in through this cave and come out, and there's a like in the first issue there they show like it looks like like sometimes in this issue there they decide they all go okay, and, what does it look um, like inside? It's like hollow it's beautiful, basically this and the art in this is gorgeous. Gotcha. So it's, it's Journey to the Center of the Earth esque, if you will. Sort of, yes. And um, like it's interesting at the beginning, they're like, oh, they're like walk through water and there's like a little fish or whatever. And then like 30 minutes later, like, did that thing have arms before? But they want to try to find if there's someone here, if there's someone alive, so that they can see if they know where this other person is. Mm-mm. And there's like this little like cat creature. And um, 
the one girl gives her like a bracelet and the cat creature runs away at the, it, and then it's sort of like, it gets a little adulty because they're there in this sort of garden of Eden thing and things start happening between two of the couples. No. But then at the end, this cat creature comes back erect standing and says, who, what is God? That's the end of the book. No, leave and never come back. <laughs> I'm like, what? No. So my question is, <laughs> is that the cat creature who has evolved to this sentient being or is that like the mom or dad or whatever? But we don't know. So Time is different. This is only like about a four or five issue book. Oh, no. I'm gonna, so, I want to read it now, but I'm it's worried. Issue two. We can wait till they all come out and we can talk about and it. And I'll borrow yours. All right. So my Woo-hoo. Marvel book is Amazing Spider-Man issue 34, which is hard to tell because the, the cover of the book literally looks like one of my mosaics. And when I picked it up, I said, I showed your mom and I was like, uh, you have to make that. You I have could to make, make that. that. Not only that, it looks easy. It looks so easy. And somebody was like, that doesn't look easy to me. I'm like, well, you've not made mosaics. This that is, looks this easy. Be, it's just easy to make. It's just triangles. I, exactly. It's, it's just color blocks, triangles. Just, bam, shakalaka. So anyway, <laughs> what, so has cool. happened, what has happened to Spider-Man is, um, this is a story that's been going on for a while with the Green Goblin, who's now good. Mm-hmm. He's now goes by the moniker Gold Goblin. He had his sins taken away by the Sin Eater. Which is interesting. Um, it's a whole other story of a deep theological discussion on that. I was going to say, I know Daredevil's Catholic. Is Green Goblin anything? Not that I know of. Interesting. Um, but anyway, so there is like this spear of something that holds all of the sins of the goblin. And Craven the Hunter is going to stab Green Goblin with it so that he can hunt the Green Goblin at his greatest because he would be his greatest hunt. Well, in the last issue, when he goes to stab the Green Goblin, you know what happens? He stabs Spider-Man instead. Spider-Man jumps in front to save the Green Goblin and gets stabbed. So he, Spider-Man now has all of the Green Goblin rage. And he's going after anybody and everybody that's made him mad. So he's got the black suit on, Hmm. and it is brutal. Man, that breaks my heart. He buries Kraven the Hunter alive with a shot with a gun so he could kill himself. No. And then he's going after Mary Jane and her fella. So no. and um at the end no. uh at the end of this book the green goblin saves Craven and says you're going to help me save Spider-Man. Good. So, we'll see how This is your fault, my guy. Yeah. All right, so my Ugh. DC book is um I picked it up it was not one of my pulls. I picked it up random. It is Green Lantern War Journal, issue one. This follows John Stewart, who what, is the what African war? American war Journal. It's just his. He's a soldier, I guess. I don't okay. know. Okay, I'm just I'm curious if like what war he's in. I guess this what is war do you in, my guy? This, this book starts and it's very sweet at the beginning. Um, Cute. The deal right now is, is that Earth is off limits to all Green Lanterns. Why? And um, they've been quarantined, and any or any, yeah, any the whole 
the whole sector, our sector, no Green Lanterns are allowed to be there. I don't, I can't remember what happened. It happened a yeah. while ago. But anyway, there are still, John Stewart's still there. And, but John Stewart's a little bit different. He doesn't need a ring anymore. So is he's he a Green like, Goblin then? No, he's, <laughs> he's a Green, that's a different, that's. I mean, a Green Marvel. Lantern. We were just talking about Green a, Goblin. He is a Green Lantern, but he doesn't require a ring. He has like, he's like the Greek gold, the Emerald Knight or something. I can't remember. I, I collected them. But it's very interesting. Uh, a green lantern from another or goes to arrest him, basically. And um, and uh, it goes horribly awry. Um, he, like, puts green chains on Jon Stewart. And he's like, apparently, you're not from around here and don't know the implications of what you're trying to do right now. And, you know, he whips his tail and he leaves. So the interesting thing is that he's just trying to have, like, a normal life. And he's he's with his mom who has dementia, which is, he's like, do you remember, did you do this? And then she says it again. And then she's missing her daughter and her daughter's Mm -hmm. no longer there, but John Stewart uses his willpower to bring his sister in and his mom thinks it's her. It's just very sweet. But of course there is a new, looks like an evil ring that has appeared and it, Sucked up one of the astronauts that was up in space. Dagnab. Um, yeah. So them I'm in sure those evil is, rings. I know. Just so del- sure. just delete them. Don't create them in the first place. Yeah. Learn a and learn a book from Middle Earth. So there is a yeah. So that's going to be really cool. And I I, think I really liked it, and I'm going to start collecting it. Cool. I like and that. And we get introduced to another Green Lantern who's coming and following these evil things that just came out. I can't remember what they were called, but the next issue is called The Soldier and the Green Knight. So it sounds interesting. I'm sick. All right. My new number one. Yes. Captain America. Okay. Number one. The interesting thing is this is legacy number 761. So it's really issue 761, but this starts off a new creative team issue one following. um, It's basically... I, I believe it's going to show how Cap became Cap and all mm. that stuff that happened in his past while while in the while in regular time, like Captain America lives in like a rent controlled housing project basically in in New York where he was where he was born and raised. He mm. lives in the same place where his parents lived, and like the landlord's like uh, they're tearing this down unless you can find somebody to buy this place. Because it's it's not worth fixing. Tony. He literally calls Tony for a loan. Are you kidding? That, yeah. yeah. So he's now Captain landlord. America, landlord. Captain, he's the landlord. And he's fixing things up. And people are kind to him. And you, you get flashbacks about how he, what happened in this building when he was That's young. So cool. And, and um, how he had no money because after his mom died, he was by himself. And like at this book ends with someone telling him, you know, he's like, he's trying to save up enough, like 60 something cents to go buy some food. And somebody says, oh, there's, um, they're giving out free sandwiches in the park. And he goes, really? He goes, yeah. So he goes, you should go get one. So he goes and gets a sandwich and they're like, it's basically a recruiting call for like Nazi Americans. No. So captain's face, cap's face was like, what? But you know, I'm interested to see. I'm interested to see how it's going to play out. So the this creator is Straczynski, Straczynski 
is great sometimes and not great sometimes. Well, I hope that this is a great sometime. I do too. All right. My book of the week. Book of the week. It's the book of the week. This is also. I said, lay it on me. What is it? Oh, I thought you said, wait. I thought you said, hold on a minute, Pops. No, I said, I said, lay it on me, Pops. And then you stared at me and I was like, oh no, he froze. (laughs) No, I didn't freeze. I did not hear you correctly. Wonder Woman issue one. Hey. Legacy 801. So it's really the 801. This is by my main man, Tom King. I love a thing, anything Tom King writes for the most part. Remember, he's the guy who did... Mm -hmm. uh, the me we've reviewed many things the the supergirl book mm. the um uh, hope they do make a movie out of that that'd be or uh, you know what it yeah. would be a good a limited series yeah i think it's going to be a movie but you're right a limited just series just do so, a good five ish five episode limited series so there are a lot of words in this book but it is it is well worth it what happens the book starts out and a a woman, we think an Amazonian, kills 16 men in no. a biker bar, leaves two women alive. And basically, they did start it. Um, you can see what they... But so they there's now a big thing going on where the Amazonians have to get out of the country. You know, we're, it's just a frenzy. This book is very political, basically. You could tell it's like, we want all the Amazons gone. They don't believe in our way of life. And we're going to split up families. If you're not, you know, you may be married and, but we're going to take your child because you adopted a child and she's not Amazonian. And so they've gotten this person very similar to Amanda Waller, who -hmm. actually came out about, who's probably introduced to the comic book world in the same series legends back in the eighties to head this group to get rid of all the Amazonians. And um, it ends with him. Basically. And uh, you froze again. Yeah. It ends with, with him going up against wonder woman. Uh Oh, and uh, of course she wins. And well, of uh, course she wins. Right, so Doofus McNulty. Then, at, then we get a, another look at what's happening in the background, and it's like creepy old white guy America, American flags, and he has the lasso of lies instead of the golden golden lasso of truth, which so makes he has everybody America, lie. He has America wrapped up in a bunch of lies, basically. So I'm interested to see how where this is going to go um, because apparently we get Wonder Woman's daughter in this series, which was teased at the end of another book, mm-hmm. um, which will be. Oh, I hope so, it's good and not like. Yeah, I do too. I'm know, going to give it the benefit. I'm going to read it. We and, love the uh, benefit of the doubt. We love giving it some time to see if it is what you think it is and if it's and good or just not. Just cancel if it's terrible. That's yeah. a fact. That's it. That's the pull That's list. Those are the it's books. a fact, Jack. Guys, we watched <laughs> Spy Kids Armageddon, which is available on Netflix. I believe it's it PG. It's Spy Kids 4. Is it Spy Kids 4? I didn't even Spy know Kids there was like a TV show. It's Spy Kids I, I 5. It yeah. There was one that was 4D, right? Jessica Alba. Scratch- it's, it's Spy Kids 5. 
because Jessica Alba was in Spy Kids 4 and we went and watched it at the movie Tavern. Okay. Because it had scratch and sniffs. Yeah. It was weird. Okay. It was weird. So anyway, the premise of the movie is um, mom and dad are spies. Mm -hmm. They don't let the kids know, which is very similar to the first one. Mm -hmm. Um, They have a code cracking uh, program. Called Armageddon. Called Armageddon. And it gets stolen by a video game guy. Named King. Named King. But it's not complete. So he kidnaps the mom and dad. And in doing so, the mom and dad then send the kids to a safe house where then they realize they're spies. And then we all have to work together to save the world. Mm -hmm. If you like Spy Kids 1, 2, or 3... This is all of them at the same time. Very similar. All of the best parts in so, Spy Kids 1, 2, and 3 <laughs> are in Spy Kids 5, Spy Kids Armageddon. I'm just going to shoot straight here and tell you what okay. I think. Yeah. I, and I don't want to be mean, but the kid actors were not great. They're kid. How old do you think they were? I don't know, but... But Judy Is it that the and, kid actors weren't great or that the script was subpar? Maybe. I think maybe. it had to do with the dialogue, and the dialogue is not their fault. Yeah, you're right. I don't know. I believed the young boy better than the young girl. Yeah, Patty. Yeah. I now, liked her, though. They were I both, did. That, she was so cute. Yes, and I think kids will like this movie, mm-hmm. which is where it differs from the first three Spy Kids movies. Kids and adults, I think, would like the first three Spy Kids movies. Okay, here's the thing. Trevin was like, well, why don't he streams sports on his phone but cannot simulcast? We tried multiple ways, can't simulcast. And so he was like, do you want to put something on? I'm like, well, I was going to watch this on my own time, but Dad and I are going to review Spy Kids 4. Why don't you pull up Spy Kids Armageddon on Netflix? And we pull, he pulled up Spy Kids Armageddon, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to watch this in knit. Um, you can watch your football game. The amount of times I caught that man staring at the TV mm-hmm. was significantly more than I was anticipating. And he yeah. had similar qualms as you did. He was like, that was, man, that's unbelievable. I don't like what she's saying. Why do they have to be so direct about this concept? I'm like, you're staring at it. Watch something else. <laughs> Yeah. You're staring at so I do think that it it is enjoyable, but I think that the things that about it that are more overtly kitty are more overt rather than in the old Spy Kids movies. Like it right. was very much this is the message we want you to believe. Here yeah, it is which in is, words. Yeah. Uh, as a spy, you have to tell the truth all the time. That's oh, the well. that's not Spy material. L-O-L-O-L-O-L. I liked it. I liked the funny gadgets. Um, the little thought bubble thing. What do you call that thing where she throw the yeah. thing and make them overly cute? The emotion um, bubble. Cute the overload. Bubble, the cute overload. I thought it was cute. It was fun. Hit the kid getting smacked in the face with the big fly swatters. Hysterical. Was funny. Uh, Failure. I, I liked <laughs> Gina Rodriguez and... Uh, Levi Zachary Levi, 
I thought they were good in it. I liked they the chemistry. They were cute in it. It was really cute. cute in it. I loved that the mom called all of her children and her like family. They're like, what? Okay, my love, my sweet, yes. things like that. That's how I talk to people. And so it was fun to see her saying that kind of stuff on, on screen. So Trevin, what did you think about it? He, the Zachary Levi goes to lock up everyone's electronics and Trevin says, good. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> nice. <laughs> literal lock boxes. That's um, hilarious. I'm curious about all of the parallels that you noticed and if we could list parallels together. Oh, about go spy ahead. kids. Okay. The kids leaving and going to a safe house. Of course. Not knowing how to get there and being chased by people and needing to use needing to use their own skills rather than the homing device to get to the place. Yep. Getting to the place and having a clothes transformation and accessing gadgets. The guy that was a crab, very similar to the guy in the second movie that was a spider I, creature. Yep. Um, the food would have been funnier if there was a callback to the McDonald's. McDonald's. Yeah, but they did that because they were giving out McDonald's toys, right? So they had a thing, right? I get that. So bummer that there wasn't any McDonald's. (laughs) The girl coming in and being like, we're here to help. And then being like, no, you're not. And escaping. That felt very Spy Kids 1. Um, Spy Kids 1. Everybody going into a video game to save the world. Spy Kids 3. And the bad guy deciding, I'll be good. Spy Kids three, the hand was very. The giant hand was very Spy Kids three. Them floating on lava, Spy Kids three, needing to have two people fight each other. To what is the ultimate warrior with sticks, Spy Kids three. The the rope the the robots with the um uh like a hologram over top of them become good guys, sort of like the little the hands walking hands. The thumb people or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. This was basically all of the movies put together. If you like the first three Spy Kids movies, all of the best parts of them are in this one. In this movie. Yeah. Did you see that it was that it was written by Robert yes, Rodriguez and was it was it Racer? I think his son. Yeah. And I Googled it and it is his son. And yeah, but has, his son has got to be 30 years by now. 25, 20, 30 like years. 26. Your age. Yeah, he's my Miriam's age. age. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and he he helped write the script, which I, I thought was really beautiful. And I that did. Troublemaker had been <laughs> the Troublemaker logo years? comes on, and Trem was like, they're still going. <laughs> he <laughs> nice. had a giggle like about Jenner, Troublemaker. Buddy. Yeah. But hilarious. the music was really nostalgic for me. It was. I did. There was a lot of that in there. It was yeah. the music was the hundred percent. Yeah, that was good. The Spy Kids yes, music was very I, nostalgic. I, this is right. I would go back and rewatch any of the first three Spy Kids mm-hmm. movies. This one, not so I much. will not this one. Mm-mm. No, you know, I would have liked to honestly machete if they mm. got machete in it. If I wanted just him to one be in character it so bad, I was like, he's their great character. uncle or something like that. Yes. That's what I wanted. I yes. wanted it so bad. Yeah. I thought that that's where they were going. They didn't, though. I thought they were going to. Oh, well. So there you go, guys. That's what we think about it. If you've got young kids, they would love it. Watch it. They'd love it. They'd love it. Watch it with them. We were, we were watching yeah. it, and we decided it's that. very CGI. Mm-hmm. We decided that um, Trevin's nieces and, niece and nephews would love it. Yeah. 
And then yeah. after you're done with that, you, there is a comic book that'll be coming out in trade soon that you should probably read for yourself as an yeah, adult. It actually was good. That's making a face. The, we're talking about the seasons have, what, what, what was good? The, the seasons have teeth. It was actually the good. The seasons have teeth. It is by Boom Studios. It's a four-issue miniseries. Mm-hmm. Um, and Hannah, give me the lowdown. So the seasons have teeth. What it is is the seasons, summer, winter, spring, and fall, have literally became monsters and rampage around the world, bringing the seasons with them wherever they go. Um, and so the world has kind of adapted and changed along with that, that people like become refugees of a lot of countries a lot. Everybody's moving around a lot as the seasons kind of like lay waste to everything. But our our main character, who I think is a pretty unreliable narrator to some degree, I think he's... What do you think? Do you think he's a reliable narrator? What do you mean by that? What, do, what does that mean? I think he has his own way of seeing things. I think this story is not about... The seasons having I think the, teeth. the story is about him. It's about 100%. him having teeth. The seasons of his life. His seasons and of how his he life cuts with his wife. With his teeth. Yeah. Well, I mean, not his teeth. But. Not his teeth, but you know what I mean? Like how, like how, like you can take a bite out of someone depending on the season that they're in, and how you are choosing to respond mm-hmm. to them in that season. Right. Yeah. So let's get into that. Okay. So he, this guy is a photographer. Mm. And he is basically in the winter of his life. Yeah. He's at the end of his end of his journey. Of his journey. But he's end not his dying. Career. No, he's just at the but end I of would his say career. I would say he's late 60, 70 years old, wouldn't you? Mm. Yeah. Um, he's not in bad shape, but... He's not in bad um, shape, but he doesn't have anybody. Right. He's by he himself. Have, he doesn't have kids. He doesn't mm. have a wife. He's by himself. Right. The reason is his wife died. Of cancer. Mm-hmm. And interesting thing about, I, I don't want to give so much away about this. The but spoiler at the end is so good. The thing that, at the, the very end, the pictures and the click, 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 click. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Do we want to just mm. talk about it, all of that? No, we don't have to. I'm just saying that, well, that that spoiler was good. So the art in this is really good. This is written by a guy named Dan Waters who wrote Homesick Pilots, which we love. He's also written some other good stuff. Um, the, uh, this book looks at this man is trying, he is defying odds and not evacuating in an attempt to get a picture of the seasons because it's never happened. Mm-hmm. And we don't, we don't know what they look he like. He basically has nothing else to live for. He had wanted to be a wedding photographer and then become a sports photographer, but in a fit of passion, trying to impress a woman, a girl, who then becomes his wife, says, I want to be a war correspondent. And um, <clears throat> the first issue looks at the spring Dang. of their love, mm-hmm. basically. Um, but it's not a whole, it doesn't consume the issue. Because no, the issue the is... The flashbacks are very tastefully done. Right. His, the issue is him trying to get a photo. Kill me. Yeah. His like his like him like talking to Cindy. I don't like yes. that as as like a concept. That's just that's never been my favorite type of narration. Is when right. people are like, 
I'm like, like having, having dialogue with someone and then the reader goes into the person's and they're like, I'm like this. And this is what I'm thinking about when this guy's talking to me. Like it, it's, it's hokey. But I think he, like you said, he doesn't have anybody. He doesn't have anybody. That's how he, that's his conversation. Yeah. The next issue is Summer, him trying to get a picture of Summer. Woo! And I would say it was the Summer in their relationship mm-hmm. as well. And how hot-headed perhaps he was at that time yes. as well. Mm-hmm. More caring about care, him. Like careless. Yeah. And um, and mm. Summer, the, the creature Summer, him getting a picture of Summer. Terrifying. The next, of course, is Fall. And it is Fall when they talk about her... Her, yes. So you come to find out that his wife died of cancer, and he basically becomes famous for... Um, explain mm. that, Hannah. He becomes... So he he talked about in the autumn episode about how he kind of lost his... After um, the, the loss of one of his friends when he was a war correspondent, just really... Yes. Messed that happens him up. in the summer issue. It happens in, happens in the summer issue. Um, and in the autumn issue, he's talking about how that really messed him up. And he felt like he wasn't really doing the bet, like wasn't doing his job well. But he always knew that he could photograph his wife well. And that that was a thing that was true in their relationship. That he would always be able to photograph her whenever. And that he could always see like her spirit and her light in the photos. And then she becomes ill and he continues to take photos of her, but it is not the the line that got me. Man, it really got me. Um, you always shone for my camera when I was looking for your light, but now I was looking for something else, something more cruel, something primal and ugly. Which, like, ugh. Can you imagine being married to somebody and that's what he's looking for in your in your heart? That's terrifying. Yeah, he photographs her dying, basically. Yeah. The whole entire steps as she dies. So, I don't know. <clears throat> and then winter, which sort of had a... Hanging? It was a lame ending? I thought it was a lame ending, but maybe not. I don't know. Do you think that they lived? I doubt it. Doubt it. I... But does yeah. he photograph winter? No. But winter's the coolest monster. Yeah, it is. By far. Yeah. By far yeah. is the coolest monster. Yeah. I don't know. I really enjoy I enjoyed like the story that they were trying to tell. I think it was very interesting. Um to some degree, I wish that they had focused on I don't know. Like the seasons becoming giant monsters and just rampaging yeah, I, around I, the I world went, is so I went into cool. This. Thinking it was a different type of, of is so cool, but it wasn't. It wasn't I thought that. I, it wasn't. No, it, it's basically a the seasons of my life. Yeah, and I Which, was thinking, oh, this is going to be awesome with this monsters. This is going to be metal. But we're going to see all not. these monsters, and what are they going to do? And are they going to destroy them? Or are they going to learn how to subdue them? Like I was excited about it, and that's not the story that they wanted to tell. No, it's um, not. And no. I think I asked your mom today. I said, "What season do you think we're in?" And she goes, "What?" Well, I think we're in fall. I mean, I'm <laughs> like, her. no, She's the season the of our, of our, of our relation. No, 
she was thinking because of how old we are, not yeah. like in, in in our relation with one another. Yeah. And we came to the conclusion that we believe that um, de- depending, we are we hit all seasons. Mm. I think at that different that's times. true. Yeah. I think that's true about all relationships. Uh-huh. That there's yeah. ebb and flow. There's a time for all things in every season under heaven, Dad. I know. It's absolutely true. Thank you, Lamentations. <laughs> if I'm a dead, have you seen the... Um, <laughs> you probably haven't. You're looking at me like I'm Guarantee silly. I haven't. I don't even know what the heck you're talking about. <laughs> There's this Instagram video, and it's... Um, it's a video of a, a man just standing up straight and it's solemn it's Solomon's guard and it's like him standing there with like a sword like protecting Solomon's bedroom and then like from the bedroom you hear Solomon writing uh lamentations if I ever did make a deal with God and it's like crying and like going through an emo phase and they're like Dude, that's hilarious you have literally everything like why are I know, you being like this yeah like are you kidding me? That's hilarious. <laughs> guard's just standing there, like shaking his head, like he's yeah. at it again. SMH, <laughs> shake it's my really head. Funny, it was really funny. If I find it again, I'll send it to you. All right. Well, guys, I uh, I recommend the book. But I do. I I mean, honestly, the art is not, beautiful. It is a different type of story. Yeah. So if you are, if you were like us, expecting, <laughs> it's not it. It's <laughs> not it. But. If you want, in I think November comes Justice League versus King Kong and Godzilla. Hey. So that's coming out. Yeah. Every daggone DC comic book has had like about a six page in the back of Godzilla and King Kong. I mean, really? Would it take that long? <laughs> I don't think it would take that long. It would. My biggest beef about the whole Wonder Woman book was like, where's the rest of her buddies saying, you know, we shouldn't be doing this, kicking all these people out? Yeah, like literally, like, where's Batman? Superman. Where's Superman? Where's Flash? Who where's knows? the Justice Anywho. League in the Justice, no Justice League comic League. book? There is no Justice League right well, now, actually. It's the Titans. They're doing the Justice League Titans. stuff. Go! Yeah. Anyway, Hannah. Yes. Friends, thanks for for hanging with us. We're so glad for you to hang out with us on our little corner of the interwebs today. Um, Hey, our art is created by Nate Turner. He made that in Microsoft Paint. Thanks for doing that for us, bud. Um, Our um, intro music, music, there it is was created and composed by Brockwell Nason. Um, If you live in the Nashville area, you should follow him on Instagram, Brockwell Nason Music. Um, He does a lot of shows um, pretty much every week. Um, he has a different show going on in Nash, downtown Nashville. So you could check out him, him out. His music is good. Um, I edit and upload our podcast. Dad maintains our YouTube page. And we're thankful <laughs> for you to be here. Absolutely, guys. For 75 episodes. 75 episodes. episodes that feels like such an achievement. I know. We're cool. And listen, we're ready for a big name guest. Yeah. I think we got this down-ish, kind of. Or a medium name guest. Or a, a guest. Well, yeah, we can take anybody. <laughs> anyway, we love you guys. Thank you so much for hanging with us. Yes. And until next time, we will catch, catch you, you on, on the, the flippity flop. flop. Bye, friends. Bye, guys.